I'm Mary Obana. Welcome to Shine. I'm all about friendly, soul-nourishing, spiritually inspired conversations that expand perspectives and offer practical guidance so you can live joyfully and shine brightly. I believe your experiences are a result of the perspective you bring to your circumstances. If you expand your perspective, you can transform your life. I believe everyone has something special within them, a unique gift, a light you are to find and share with the world. You are meant to shine. I believe you are meant to live with complete joy and peace, nothing less. It's just awaiting your allowing. Ready to get to it? Here we go. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Einstein once said, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. There's a lot in this simple yet profound quote. It was in 2002, my husband Michael and I were flipping through some television channels on one lazy evening when we stumbled on this Nova documentary called The Miracle of Life. Have you seen it? Apparently, it is now the most watched Nova documentary ever made. So The Miracle of Life vividly illustrates the delicate intricate, and complex process of human development beginning with a single cell. In stunning detail, it takes the viewer through everything that happens and has to happen for the development of a human life. Countless decisions, processes, interdependent functions. After watching it, you are left in utter awe with a mind-boggling appreciation for human life and the miracle that a life can ever even come to be. The human body is brilliant, complicated, exquisitely designed. At the time, unbeknownst to us, we were actually pregnant. Later that year, Kai was born, healthy, functioning just the way he was supposed to. A miracle. We've all heard that life is a miracle, but I have to say, when you see in minute detail every little thing that must go right for a life to come to be, the appreciation and miracle of a life take on a whole new meaning. The fact that we can be in our bodies, breathing, functioning, is nothing short of a miracle trillions of cells, each with its own structure and function, and it all works. An appreciation, a newfound understanding, an enlightened perspective. I don't think it was a coincidence that we came across that documentary on that winter evening. Within me, at that very moment, that very process of human development was underway for real. Wow. So yes, just being within these bodies of ours is a miracle every moment. It's actually funny when you think about it, isn't it? All the things that really are miracles that go unnoticed in our day-to-day life as if they aren't. I remember this comedian, Louis C.K., about five years ago, he talked about how people return from trips and complain about the inconveniences of flying. They recount the horror, he said. 
First of all, we didn't board for 20 minutes. Then we had to sit on the runway for 40 minutes. He then asked, what happened next? Did you take off in the air like a bird? Did you partake in the miracle of human flight? Everyone on every flight should constantly be going, oh my God, we are flying. You are sitting in a chair in the sky. (laughs) That's so true, isn't it? Miracles all around us, but it's easy to treat them as though they aren't miracles at all. There's another equally awe-inspiring miracle, and that can affect the quality of your life every single day. Ready? It's a place where you can go. It's available to you always and to every one of us. In fact, it's built just for us. There is always joy and peace to be found there. There's a delightfully carefree ease in this place. It's a place where everything is amazing. When you are there, I mean really there, you can't help but be appreciative. The colors are brighter, the textures more pronounced. You find yourself noticing every tiny, beautiful thing. The wonder of life abounds. You can be there in an instant too, and it's available to you always. It's a place you can actually live, and it's free too, and it's real. Want to know where this place is? I mean, it sounds magical, doesn't it? It's called Now. And honestly, it's nothing short of a miracle. What makes now a miracle is that all those unwanted feelings that bring us down, that create angst in our lives, cannot exist in the now. It's true. Worry, anxiousness, uncertainty, doubt, overwhelm, jealousy, insecurity, powerlessness, fear, cannot be felt in the now, nor can regret, blame, guilt, disappointment, or despair. There is a natural ease and joy that comes with the now. It's strange, though, despite all that this miraculous place called now offers, not everyone chooses to live in this place. Are you wondering, what is she talking about? (laughs) Let me explain. If you're not feeling a sense of ease and joy, it's probably because you're spending time living somewhere else. You see, there are other places too. Yep, there's one called past and one called future. But to get to these places, you need this particular device to access them. Your mind. You have to leave the reality of now to go to these two places because they only exist in your mind. No one else can see them but you. It's kind of crazy when you think about it, but it's true. Without your mind, the past and the future would not exist because they aren't real, meaning it's not what is actually happening. Let's dive into this more deeply. Our mind can take us to the past, recounting things that happened or didn't happen, replaying them at times repeatedly, 
And when the past didn't go exactly as we would have hoped, and we choose to dwell there, this little trip to the past can fill us with feelings of regret, resentment, blame, bitterness, guilt, disappointment, sadness, and despair. The past is the only place where you can get these feelings. It's kind of like going to the market to get eggs and milk. You have to go there deliberately to get them. You are reliving these scenarios in your mind and in your mind alone. They have no basis in reality. That is, they are not occurring now. Our mind can transport us to the future too. And often these trips aren't a ton of fun. Our minds are masters at problem creation and imagining adverse outcomes, thinking about everything that can go wrong in the future, awfulizing, I always like to call it. There are feelings we can only get by going to the future. We have to intentionally leave now to get these feelings like fear, not the fear that comes from immediate danger, but psychological fear, the fear that only lives in your mind. Other feelings are associated with future thinking too. Powerlessness, uncertainty, doubt, and the big ones, worry, stress, anxiousness, overwhelm, and dread. The mind has an uncanny ability to dwell on unwanted scenarios, not to mention freaking us out about some future event like a big presentation, uh, an important exam, or a looming deadline. Have you ever felt your heart pick up its pace, broken out in a cold sweat, or maybe even had a bit of a panic attack just thinking about something in the future? When we dwell in the future, we can work ourselves into a tizzy. We think, how the heck am I ever going to be prepared for this? Or we imagine ourselves completely bombing the thing altogether, standing in front of a room full of people, forgetting everything we're supposed to say in that presentation, or choking on the exam, or missing the deadline and getting fired. There's no relief there, just anxiety. Why is that? Well, it's because we can't do anything about anything while our mind is obsessing in the future. Nothing can happen there. So we ruminate and fester and our anxiety builds. The only thing that can resolve the circumstance and make us feel better is action. Getting whatever needs to get done, done. But action and change can only happen in the now. While these trips to the past and the future can be pleasant occasionally, most often these visits in our mind leave us with those terrible unwanted feelings and all from things that have no relationship to what's actually occurring at that moment. And like pathogens, if the feelings are allowed to persist, they can cause unpleasant, sometimes terrible complications. It's a baffling condition of the human experience, isn't it? These distressing trips we take to the past and to the future. So what are we to do? Well, recognizing that you're having these unwanted feelings is a big first step. Noticing. 
stepping outside of yourself and acknowledging and observing what's actually going on has a way of stopping the momentum and thwarting the insanity. (laughs) The mind is powerful and sneaky, so you have to be on it. You have to pay attention. So let's say you're trying to get to sleep. And suddenly you can feel your heart start to race. That cold sweat emerges and that feeling of anxiety pours through your body. Alert, alert. I think we'd agree that this is an unwanted feeling. So hold on. Take a step back outside of yourself. Observe what's going on as if it was happening to someone else. What do you see? Maybe you observe that you've been thinking about your son or daughter and you're filled with worry. This seems like a plausible enough real-life scenario, doesn't it? (laughs) You were ruminating over an issue, and before you knew it, your mind went crazy playing out all the negative things this can mean for him or her. Here's what you need to ask yourself when unwanted feelings set in. Are you in the now? Are you in the past? Are you in the future? In this case, you definitely be in the future. The feeling of worry only comes from imagined might-happen future-feared scenarios, (laughs) making you anxious and stressed out. Is this thing you're mulling over or obsessing about actually occurring at this moment? Nope, it isn't. You're living in your mind, not in the reality of what is. You are worrying about something that isn't even happening. Problems are creations of the mind. Isn't this crazy that we do this? I mean, we torture ourselves. This is what happens with overactive minds. They take us away from the only thing that's real, the only place where we have any control, the only place where change can occur. This is the great thing about now. There are no problems in now. There's no struggle in the now. Now only has situations, situations that can be addressed at that moment. Whatever the moment presents, if you give it your full attention, there is acceptance at that moment. There isn't resistance because it's just what is. You aren't anxious about what might happen. You aren't lamenting about what has happened. You are just in the moment and amazingly in a position to act. The now always offers us the ability to take action, and that in and of itself feels good. The mind has no place in the now because there's no thinking, interpreting, judging, speculating, dwelling, brooding in the now. When you are fully immersed in the now, I mean fully present, you aren't in your head, you're in the moment, you aren't thinking, you're looking, you're doing, you're living. You are being with what is. Your senses are fully activated. They're alive. You see everything without judgment or interpretation. You know, the way the light hits in a certain way, the colors, the trees, the birds, all the creatures, the subtle textures. You even see things clearly, the situation you're facing. So being fully immersed in the moment means awakening all your senses, noticing, marveling, Now is beautiful. Now is the only place that is real. Why would you ever want to leave? The miracle we overlook is that we have now the power and magnificence of the universe. The universe has given us the gift of the moment. 
what truly is. And in any moment, there's a treasure of joy because you are just being. There's peace in that. So we all have a choice. Do we choose to live in the reality of what is, the freedom of just being? You see, struggle and problems require a desire to be somewhere you aren't. Worry is all about the anticipation of some potential negative outcome. All these things require thinking about something that isn't right now. This is why now is such a miracle. No resistance, no fighting, being liberated from the chains and the trappings of the mind, just accepting what is. And by the way, living in the present isn't avoiding life. It's not freaking out about something in the future. It's taking action on what you can do now. It's not rehashing what went wrong. It's taking action to do things right this time. It's immersing yourself in the only thing that's actually real. It's not thinking about life. It's living life. It's doing. It's being. You always get to choose. And I guess that's a miracle too. The ability always to choose, which means we can be wherever we want to be just by putting our full attention there. If you are feeling the way you want, then awesome. If you find yourself not feeling the way you want, then you have to ask, why is that? If you want to feel better, if you want to feel empowered, you can choose differently if you want to have more joy and peace and less angst and worry and regret, it's insanity if you think about it. Why would we choose to be in those places that make us feel yucky? Now, if you're thinking, yeah, you know, I don't have the luxury of that. I've got some serious crap happening to me. I look forward to the time when I can be there. Well, in any moment, you get to choose what you get to focus your energy on. You have more control than you realize. And in every moment, there is always joy to be focused on. This is about choice. If you live in the reality of what is, live in the place where you can take action, not just brood over what troubles you. We can miss all the good that's right in front of us when we live in our heads, when we are so busy worrying or blaming, awfulizing or regretting, we don't see and feel all the good stuff. This is why it's so important to focus on the bounty of what is. Then you will see more. When you look for it, you find more. It's like gratitude. I always say this. When you focus on all you appreciate, you see more to appreciate. (laughs) There's always something to be joyful about right in front of you, but it is a choice where you focus your attention, your energy, your sight. Do you delude yourself into thinking it's not there? When you live in your mind, you don't see the reality of what is in that very moment. Regardless of our circumstances, we always have a choice. And while sometimes it may not feel like it, our experiences are a function of the choices we make, conscious or unconscious, intentional or unintentional. We are always choosing. The ability to choose is a miracle. Now, you might be thinking, there are times when you don't have a choice. You're in a horrible situation. Yeah, I completely get that. I thought about that too. Then I remembered this profile of a man named Albert Woodfox. You may be familiar with him. Albert Woodfox, a falsely accused and wrongly convicted man, spent 43 years in solitary confinement at Angola Prison. 
not a nice place. 23 hours a day in a six by nine foot cell for over four decades. Despite the brutal conditions, barbaric and inhumane treatment, his goal through it all was always to be a good person. He was exonerated and released in 2016. He said in his book, Solitary, which um, was actually a Pulitzer Prize finalist, he said, if there's a moral to my story, it's that salvation comes with the will to be a better human being. Wow. There are times when we may find ourselves in circumstances not of our choosing, but if there ever was an example of choice and the power of choice, I don't know what is. Here's another, perhaps more relatable example. My husband, Michael's father, Warren, left the family when the kids were young. He was an alcoholic, and as you can imagine, it was complicated. Michael adored his father as a very young child, but as he grew, there was great hurt and loss and, yes, resentment and regret. There was no relationship. Decades went by with no contact. We didn't know much about him, but we did know Warren would go on in his later years to be part of another family. In 2014, Warren passed away at the age of 90. Despite an estranged relationship, Michael wanted to attend his funeral. At the funeral, Warren's second family spoke lovingly about how he was a beautiful addition to their grown family, attending Little League games and family gatherings. I sat next to Michael in that pew as he could feel the seeds of resentment rising within him, lamenting the past and the regret of what could have been. Why did this family get the best of him? Michael recognized the thoughts building up within his mind, then made the choice to return to the moment. He sat and listened to the stories, the laughter, the love shared in the eulogies. See, Michael made a choice. He could have easily stayed absorbed in his mind, finding anger, regret, jealousy, disdain, but instead he chose to be in the moment to find the joy in the moment. The joy that came from knowing that his father had found loving connections in his life at last. What would follow would be more joy, introductions to a new family, reconnections with long lost relatives. We have more control over our experiences than we think, but it does require choosing, choosing the now and getting out of our mind and into the reality of the moment. This is the way it is. We can live our days feeling stressed, disappointed, remorseful, fearful, angry, worried, or we can consciously immerse ourselves fully in the reality of what is. Leave the mind so you can be in the moment, so you can see, do, live, being with what is. Like I said, there's an ease, a lightness, love and peace there. If you are feeling empty, anxious, disappointed, angry, step outside of yourself and observe objectively the truth of the moment. Are you in the now, the past, or the future? What's going on? You can see focusing on that which brings you angst, discomfort, worry, anxiety as a creation of your making. 
the human construct of the mind. It's not even what's happening. Choose the now. We've been given a beautiful gift, the gift, the miracle of the present moment, the now, what truly is. And in any moment, there is a treasure of joy that comes from being. It's not an artifact or creation of thought. It does not come from the mind. The present moment requires nothing of us other than to be. There's great freedom in being. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. How will you live your life? With great gratitude for the miracles, big and small, every day, here's to living in the now. Here's to finding and living with joy. Here's to the miracle of this moment. Here's to being kind and shining brightly. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Until next time, take it easy.